This show contains four-letter words and adult situations. But what did you expect? It's called Now That I'm Older. This is just the worst bit that we've done. I don't think so. I think I've exceeding expectations and it bothers you. Next question. <sighs> this isn't Mr. Wizard, dude. This is Now That I'm Older. Ken Ball, I, I proved the fact that drugs don't make you stupid. <laughs> 20 to 40 women you're talking to at a time. How do you remember? Do you have a spreadsheet or some shit where you remember this details about social media was made for, brother. Sorry about my shit intro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Now That I'm Older with Shane Smith and Ken Baldwin. A.K.A. KB Paperstacks, A.K.A. Baldwin Escobar, A.K.A. Danger Zone, A.K.A. Vanilla Thriller, and A.K.A. MC Killer B. No one calls you any of that. So growing up in the South, there's a certain few things that you're just supposed to know. You're supposed to know how to shoot a gun. You're supposed to know how to put a worm on a hook and go fishing. You're supposed to know how to row a boat. You're supposed to know how to hunt. You're supposed to know how to do all these outdoorsy things. But for me, I never got that training from my dad. See, we went on one camping trip when I was growing up and it got rained out and it just ended up being a disaster. And after that, I went on this camping trip with my dad. We were outside for a little bit. We built a campfire and everything all the way until torrential downpour started and we got rained out. But I got the bug and I started thinking to myself, man, I would love to be a Boy Scout. So I come to mom and dad and I'm like, hey, I really want to be a Boy Scout. I want to learn how to do all this stuff outside. I want to learn how to build a fire from nothing. I want to learn how to hunt. I want to learn how to track things. I want to be a Boy Scout. And I would always get that same thing from mom and dad who'd say, you know, there ain't no Boy Scout money in the budget right now, boy. We ain't got no money for you to be a Boy Scout. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. Check back in with us next year. We'll see what happens. So I never got any of those experiences. But when I got married and suddenly I had a son, I had to learn to enjoy some of these things. Now, my wife would tell me, we're going to go on a lake vacation. And for me growing up, I didn't go on very many vacations whatsoever, but let alone any lake vacations. And she told me, hey, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go out to the lake. We're going to sit there. We're going to cook dinner. We're going to cook breakfast. We're going to cook lunch. It's going to be great. We're just going to sit on the dock, fish, go out and swim in the water, and maybe go out on the boat here and there, maybe take a canoe out or something like that. And that's going to be the whole week. And in my head, this guy who's never been a Boy Scout only got to go on one rained out camping trip. I'm thinking, this sounds miserable as fuck. And I'd go out to the dock and I'd watch my wife and my sisters-in-law, my brother-in-law, my son, all fish. My father-in-law's out there. He's throwing rod into the, you know, throwing the line into the water and they're having a great time. Now, don't get me wrong. Like I said, I know how to thread a worm on a hook, but I'm much more content just to sit there and drink beer on the dock than get fish guts all over my fingers and worm guts everywhere. But as I started to go on these lake vacations year after year, and we went on plenty of these in a row, I started to slowly enjoy and appreciate what was going on with nature. When we'd see a big fish jump out of the water, suddenly it was a huge deal. When we'd catch a nice fish, any one of us, we would all celebrate and think it was just so awesome that we had done this. So as I've gotten older and as I've started to become more of a parent, I start to slowly enjoy nature a lot more. Well, a few years back when Chris was in about fifth grade, we're leaving my house to go take him to football practice. And every day it was a mad dash because I would leave work at five. He had to be there at six o'clock on the dot. So I would bust out of work every single day at five o'clock, 
hustle my ass home, get him in the car, get all of his stuff on, and then get to football practice. And on this one day in fifth grade, we leave the house and he's got his pads on, he's got his helmet with him, he's got his water bottle, and we are on our way. And we take a left out of our neighborhood and we see this family of deer rush across the street into these woods. Now, we see this one thing hang out behind where the family of deer was. And at first, it just looks like this little brown dog. And then we realize, no, no, it's a baby deer. Now, Chris doesn't see it at first, but I look over and I'm like, Chris, look, look, you see the baby deer? And the deer was standing on the side of the road, but you can see the family has already headed towards the the woods. They're starting to disappear into the woods. There's a mom deer. There's a dad deer. There's like three little baby deers. Everybody's having a good deer time except this one little baby. So I pull my car towards the deer. It was in a driveway. So I pull my car towards the deer and the deer starts bucking. This little baby deer starts like kicking his legs as hard as he can. He's trying to show us he is not afraid of anything. He is not going to be beaten up by a predator. He is not going to be taken down. And he's kicking his legs and then he starts running. And he's running towards the street. Now, the street we lived off of wasn't a really, really busy road, but it was like a main thoroughfare. So cars did come down at going 35, 40 miles an hour. And suddenly I'm worried this deer is going to get hit by a car. So Chris looks over at me and he goes, we, we can't let it get hit by a car. So I pull out of the driveway and then I'm pulling down the street and I'm trying to herd this deer back towards the, the woods where its family's gone. And I'm driving the car along the road and like every time the deer would go towards the road, I would rev my engine to try and get it to go back towards the grass. And I did this with this deer for about 20 minutes. We ended up being about 10 minutes late for practice that day. But we made sure that that little baby deer made it back over to the woods. We made sure that that baby deer was reunited with its family. And I realized in that moment, sharing this beautiful deer running across the road and playing with us and bucking his legs and just basically having a good time with these people who were hanging out in their car, I realized in that moment exactly what it means to grow up. It means putting away all the things that you thought your life was going to be and embracing exactly what your life has become. Hey guys, welcome back to a show that definitely remembers when MC Hammer was too legit to quit, or as we like to call it, now that I'm older. A show about how getting older sucks, but can be awesome at the exact same time. You can find us online at nowthatimolder.com. We're also on Facebook, as well as Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Now That I'm Older anywhere you find us online, because that helps us out a lot. You can also find us on Twitter, Gmail, and Instagram, but it's at NTIOPod. And if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash now that I'm older. And if you give to us, we're going to give right back to you. You can also find us on Twitter with the hashtag Potter Family. Now, Potter Family is a family of podcasters that came together to cross promote each other, spread the word about badass independent podcasts, and create a family out of absolutely nothing. If you go to Twitter and check out the hashtag Potter Family, you're going to find our show as well as the Kick Ass Thunder Dudes, the Would You Blather podcast, and the Conversation X podcast. And this week, we start out discussing science facts. And Kenny designates himself the science ninja based on exactly how much he knows about science, which surprisingly is a lot. But then before you know it, in true now that I'm older form, we pivot to discussing incels and how weird that entire swath of the population is. And before you know it, we're taking a peek behind the curtain of Kenny's dating habits, and we get into a whole other thing. So check it out. We'll be right back. You're no saint. You got a free cab. You got a free room. Someone who'll listen to your boring stories. I mean, didn't you, didn't you notice on the plane when you started talking? Eventually, I started reading a vomit bag. Didn't that give you some sort of clue? Like, hey, maybe this guy's not enjoying it. You know, everything is not an anecdote. You have to discriminate. Three, two, hold one. on, hold on, stop, 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 start right there. It's stop. already going, dude. Stop. I'm trying to find like 
There's waves. The red bars moving forward. We're at 10 seconds. What the hell's happening over there, dude? Why are you doing that? I, I told you. I, I hit record. I, the countdown. Let's see. Science questions. Science facts. Just pull out science facts and work them as questions. You shouldn't. Come on, Alex Trebek. Get to work. All right, dude. Yeah, we can't just go into it. Yeah. Jesus. Jesus. What's happening here? Madness, cats and dogs living together. Okay. So we're going to need science facts. Kenny wanted me to test him on science facts. Because we watch YouTube and I proved I'm, fi- I'm smarter than most YouTube content providers. No, what we did is we watched this stupid, like we found ourselves legitimately in a YouTube hole for about 45 minutes of just sitting there and watching these idiots pour molten metal into dry ice. And I swear to God, I, I feel like I may be smarter or maybe dumber after watching it. I'm not quite sure because some of the shit they did was just stupid. And me and Kenny watched it more than once. It was like, well, that's going to fail again. Look at that. It's it's obvious he's going to fail. And he failed. And every time it happened, Kenny was like, I'm so smart because I know this. And I'm like, no, dude, we saw the sand melt. Like, it, I promise, guys, it was stupid. But Kenny wants me now to test him on yes. knowledge. Because I told them how to fix it. And on the YouTube video where they finally fixed it, they did exactly what I said you should do. The first fact that I want to ask you. Is to add answer this question. Do adults or babies have more bones? Babies. How many more bones? I don't know specifically, but I know babies have more bones. It seems as though you got the question wrong, sir. The question was how many bones do babies have more than humans? No, no, you said the answer was one hundred. You said you lose good day, sir. Negative, you tried to cheat. You said who? And I said babies. I can explain why, bitch. I'll take it a step further. Babies have more bones because several of their bones fuse as they grow. Boom, bitch. Um, Next. Actually, my baby my bones never fused. I still have the pliability. That's why your head's too big for your body. Okay, so the, the, here's a fact that I don't know that we've talked about on the podcast too often. When I was younger, I couldn't walk until I was about two. Um, and the doctor said the reason was because my head was too large. So that's right. If I know you and I know shit from you when you were two, I will bring that shit back up. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, babies have about 300 bones at birth with cartilage between many of them. The extra flexibility helps them pass through the birth canal, which is gross, but also allows for rapid growth. With age, many of these bones fuse, making Kenny correct on this one. <laughs> Although he did not know how many more bones that babies Dude, have. Dude, I don't remember specifics. If you ask me, like, what's the name of so-and-so law, I'm not going to know. But if you expect me, if you ask me how the law functions, I'll be able to explain it. Okay. I'm so a goddamn scientist. Answer me this. Is the Eiffel Tower always the same size or does it grow? It probably changes with climate. It's steel, so it has to expand when it's hotter than when it's cold. Wow. Okay, you're just a fucking nerd, because that's exactly the truth. It says it could be 15 centimeters taller. <laughs> when I told him to do this bit, he was like, you're not going to know these. He was such an asshole about I wasn't going to say you weren't going to okay. know these. I was saying that you, it's just going to not be great radio. It's going to be like okay. me sitting here reading questions. And you going, well, this is why. And it's like, this isn't Mr. Wizard, dude. This is now that I'm older. Ken Ballin, I, I proved the fact that drugs don't make you stupid. <laughs> What's the percentage I told you, I don't, I can't do specific. That the Earth's oxygen is produced by the Amazon rainforest. Probably 13, 15. Uh, that's Because plankton is like 65. False. It's false. That's completely false. Sir. It's not a false or true. You asked me a number. I told you I can't give you specifics off the rip false. of my head. That's false. You lose this one. What's, eh. what's the answer? 20%. 
<laughs> That's close <laughs> enough. I said thirteen fifteen. No, I no. know that plankton creates most of the oxygen. Now, does the oxygen get there with prime? Because it's the Amazon rainforest. <laughs> if or? you have prime, you get more of the oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> the oxygen gets delivered to your house that day if you have prime. Um, let's see here. Some metals are so reactive that they do what when they make contact with water? They react. Oh, you fucking asshole. There's a certain reaction I'm looking for. Different metals react different ways. Some metals can do what, though? They burst into flames. Okay. They can burst into flames. What else? What's another name for bursting into flames? Explode? There you go. It's That's what really, I was looking for. It's not for. a typical explosion, though, because it's not under pressure. God damn, the, the, the website's kind of... I think you're off on the this The website's kind of dumbing it down because it's really... it's The release of energy is there for an explosion, but for something to be a true explosion, you have to. it has to be under pressure first. That's why pipe bombs are in pipes. That's why one day when I snap and kill you, it's going to be like, he was under pressure for years at that There's podcast. no explosive force. It just basically burns spontaneously. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. I'm just going to rage. I hate when websites dumb it down because then you don't learn the the functions of the mechanics of the science. Go ahead. Next. This is what it's like living with Mr. Wizard on the podcast, guys. Go ahead. Next. A teen a teaspoonful of a neutron star would weigh about how much? Probably a couple million Earths. Mm, six billion tons was the word we were looking for. So look up how much Earth weighs and divide that by six billion, and I bet it's a couple million. Okay, let's see. How much? I'm not looking that shit up. That's fucking ridiculous. The, the answer is I was right, pretty much. I told you, I don't know specifics, but it would be a whole fuckload. <laughs> Many millions of Earths. Um, Probably a couple, uh, maybe a million of our suns. What is chalk made of? Uh, chalk is made of chalk. Mm, it's made nuts. of dead animals. It's like fossils. God damn it, dude. Chalk is made of trillions of microscopic plankton fossils. So all those fossils, all those microscopic, <laughs> all those microscopic organisms had to die so that I could write, you know, Kenny is an asshole on the sidewalk in chalk when I was a kid. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> in 2.3 billion years, it will be what on earth? Uh, going into the sun. Too hot to exist. Correct. Like they're saying, like we're probably just going to, it's going to continue well, to get it's, brighter. It, we'll and, probably burn up long before we ever get to the sun. You know, honestly, for me, the I, outer corner of the sun is not really what people would consider the sun. It's the radiation belt where things really just can't exist anymore. See, personally, I believe I'm going to adapt. And I'm going to overcome. You'll and be I'm annoying improvise. somebody somehow. I'm going to improvise and get to a point where like, holy shit, dude, like him and Kenny are the last two people left on Earth. If you really think about uh, celestial movement, time travel is actually, actually in, totally incomplete or uh, totally impossible. If you were to travel back in time, a hundred years, you yeah. would find yourself floating in space. Our whole galaxy is moving. Where we were <laughs> 10 minutes ago is not where we are now even though we haven't moved physically. So if you time travel, you just immediately die from being exposed to empty space or you just fuse into an asteroid or some stupid shit. More than likely what would happen is I would be, I honestly, I feel like I would overcome all that and have like a space. Shane's going to be like, you just ruined like eight plots of eight movies. <laughs> well, it's kind of like when people tell <laughs> me, you're like, when people tell me, you're like, okay, so I just think the matrix is just stupid because battery humans make terrible batteries. I'm like, listen, no, the matrix is actually fairly Legit. It's not about time travel. No, I'm not saying about time travel. I'm talking about like humans don't make great batteries. We're just not as conductive as like. They weren't batteries. It was a joke in the movie. We were generators. We were actually the opposite of a battery. 
the batteries were artificial after we generated the energy. Hate no, to, they hate ex- to break it down to your nerve. No, dude. Friend. Even on the fucking, even in the movie, he holds the, up a fucking nope, copper top. The humans do that. You never hear the androids or the Matrix themselves say that because it's not what they're doing. It's we're gen- they even explain it in the beginning of the movie when he walks them through the process after they woke him up. We're generating the flu- the the energy. We're not storing it. They weren't. They 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 very poorly explained it because Keanu Reeves' character was kind of dumb. So, but I mean, think about it: is what generates the power a battery, or is it just what do you, do you plug your phone in to a battery or to an outlet? I feel like we shouldn't talk about like where the matrix is. I'm just saying, like when I get just people who, when when I get people who try to take movies like that and they try to say I didn't like it because the science wasn't that great. I'm like, so you're basically dismissing the entire the Marvel universe. Fun. Movies are just for fun. That's that's the point. What's the next question? So I can wow some people. Um, uh, <laughs> I want to know what what animal you think would be indetectable on an infrared camera. What animal? Yes, uh, flea. No, an animal. We're talking about something with size. <laughs> you think a hay flea is a vegetable? <laughs> it's an insect, sir. I'm saying something with size. A crocodile if it was cold? Any no. reptile if it no. was cold? Polar bears are nearly undetectable by infrared cameras. Well, because their body temperature is the same as their environment. Which same thing, you should have known. Which the question is is exclusive to polar bears, but it's not true. Any reptile is the temperature of their surroundings. Reptiles don't show up on infrared. They're cold-blooded. And just the first thing that comes to mind is the fucking Dave Chappelle. Cold-blooded. So if you're cold-blooded, that's why they have to sun and shit. It's, it's, they're, they wouldn't be detectable. Only mammals and warm-blooded animals show up on infrared. Um, I feel like I would be able to see reptiles on infrared, though. Or maybe you were using UV and you didn't know it because you were dumb. Um, maybe I just knew. Because they would was- totally show up on UV. They'd actually be very bright on UV because of the reflective scales. UV would be starlight, for example. This is just the worst bit that we've done. I don't think so. so I don't think it's just, I think, just I, I think I was exceeding expectations and it bothers you. Next question. <sighs> okay. I can do this all day. True or false? It takes more than 10 minutes for light to travel from the sun to the earth. I think it's eight seconds, to be honest. So mm. that's a, that's another. It's a, uh, you're eight asking, minutes, 19 you're seconds. You're asking specifics again. I don't no, know. No, I said true or false. True or false. I didn't false. ask you specifics. Ooh, let me get around it. So let me give you an exact benchmark and tell me if it's true or false on that exact benchmark. And it was eight minutes, and I thought it was eight seconds. So obviously I remembered the eight. Bitch. So Kenny is the almost champion of trivia. I'm a remembers- Next question. No more specifics. If you took out all the empty space in our atoms, the human race could fit That's into not the volume. Specific or anything. Well, I'm just I'm reading the exact thing it says. If you took out the space in our atoms, the human race could fit in the volume of blank. And I'm going to give you three choices. It's not specifics. It's just choices. Okay. okay. A sugar cube, a playground, or a 1979 Winnebago. All the atoms of one human, or all? If humans? you took out all the empty space in our atoms. The human race could fit in the volume <laughs> of a 1979 Winnebago, a sugar cube, or a, a sugar cube. You are correct, sir. Yeah, atoms have huge voids in them. Wow. Um, Most of ninety percent of an atom is a void. So the next thing we're going to ask has specifically to do with a story that I read recently. Um, I was actually when we got over here, I started looking up you know stories to talk about and everything like that, and I read a story about a guy who decided that he wanted to make a hot chili sauce. So fucking hot okay. that it mimics the bite of a spider and actually causes your muscles to spasm. 
carelessly as possible, but go ahead. Um, I personally don't believe that's fucking necessary. Unless you put a toxin in it. I don't think you can do it just by making exactly. it spicy. It's alone. venomous hot chili sauce. Yeah, so I don't think you can do this by making it. It doesn't use real venom. No, of course not. But I think you would have to use a plant that has a toxic reaction. We do, the muscle spasms aren't because somebody ate something spicy. It's because there's a fucking neurotoxin in the spider's body. It has nothing to do with what you taste. So what did the guy do? What did this idiot do? Well, he just basically – he kept on working on his chili sauce and chili sauce and finally got the idea that he's going to use the a, a synthetic venom into this sauce to so, make your muscles so let spasm. So let me, let me walk you down a path as we're going down the story. The way that a neurotoxin works is it paralyzes the muscles, which is why they spasm, correct? Right. So he's going to introduce it to the body through the throat. That doesn't sound like it has a good... So keep uh, going. <laughs> let's go to the next part of the story. So the reason I brought that up is because... No, let's be clear. Shane, I want you just to state fact here. I have not read the story. I have no, I've never heard the story until you told me, correct? Oh, yeah. No, you never heard it. The story is not about anybody tasting it or anything like that. Basically, he's working on... He's working oh, so on the sauce. Have we don't have the follow-through yet. Yeah. It's supposed to, like... I hope they keep an EpiPen close by. <laughs> it's supposed to basically like mimic the bite of a tarantula. And I'm like, you know what? This is tarantulas not. Tarantulas aren't even toxic. But they're saying like it's been, <laughs> they used a tarantula spangs. And so it's specifically those of the Trinidad Chevron tarantula spangs, which leaves victims with muscle spasms and burning pain. Because what meal is complete without a dose of fucking muscle spasms and burning pain in your throat when you're eating? I mean, this just seems dumb some as people fuck. Take, some people take things too far. You know, I, I don't mind hot sauce. Today I had a breakfast burger when I went out to lunch because um, I was having brunch. It was awesome. I had like hot sauce on it. I don't mind Is that hot why you sauce. were late? Yes. Because <laughs> I, I went to go get some brunch. Um, and I was trying to get a cookie too, but the cookie place I was at would close down. Shut the fuck up, dude. It was a it was a good lunch though, and I had a little bit of hot sauce on it. But at no point uh-huh. while I was eating the hot sauce did I think to myself, this would be better if my throat closed up and I couldn't breathe for a little bit. Couldn't just agree to this when I asked you at four o'clock originally either, could you? No, he had to lecture me on how, much, how rude I was for wanting him to come later in the afternoon because I had to work all night last night. And then he calls me. I'm going to be a little late. I know your tail is just tucked under your legs, too, because you're like, God damn it. He's going to say that. I was so I didn't mad, say dude. I wanted to save it for the podcast. <laughs> I was so mad when I looked at the clock. I was like, God damn it, dude. I know how pissed he's going to be, and I know how shitty he's going to be about it. And I know he's going to bring it up on the podcast. I know he is, especially he's a fucking when you got, asshole. Especially when you got here and I hadn't said nothing yet. <laughs> oh, we sat here and like went through the entire first part of the podcast, and you say anything? I was like, he's going to bring it up later. I know he is. <laughs> So the next question we're going to ask after we've talked about the hot sauce, we didn't even bring up the fact. I think we have talked about the fact that you dipped your nuts in hot sauce on a Yeah, somebody actually podcast. just texted us about that. That's what the text I got was. Somebody just texted you about sticking your nuts in hot sauce? Yeah. Who texted you talking about that? Somebody in a debate about whether or not 18-year-olds should be allowed to vote. Um, they were like, how many stupid things did you do when you were 18? And there are their argument was Kitty stuck his nuts in hot sauce when he was like 25. <laughs> I made 120 bucks on that. I know what you're thinking. Did Kenny really truly stick his nuts in hot sauce and get paid for it in weed and money? Yes. Yes, he definitely did. Next up, we're going to run to a quick promo break, but when we get back, we're going to discuss Kenny's dating habits and the entirely weird world of incels and all the bullshit that goes along with that. So check it out. We'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. 
It's 738. Shut up, everyone. Shut up. Woo! This is Leo. This is Kitty. This is Fez. This is Jackie. This is Cobra. What's up? And Midgey. We are Afterburn 739 Podcast coming to you from Squish Bar. Tune in every week and hear us talk about anything and everything. We are not politically correct. We are certainly not well informed. Sometimes we will make shit up. But we will make you laugh. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or Afterburn739.com. And Twitter and Afterburn739. What's Stitcher? Hello, Hello kitty. 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 Welcome to the party. Welcome to the party. My jingle. <laughs> and you never know who might turn up in Squish Bar in the Turkey Bucket Gallery. I quit. I don't want to have to fuck you up, Smokey. Playing with my money is like playing with my emotions. Have you ever wished you could get extra now that I'm older? Well, now you're in luck because if you go to patreon.com slash now that I'm older, sign up to the $10 level, you'll be able to hear Patreon exclusive content with stuff just like this. Why would you have fetuses as toys? In what sort of Russian nightmare cartoon do you have fetuses as toys? Kenny hates little children. Kenny hates happiness. Especially children. Kenny hates pretty much everything. So I hate happiness. I just hate other people's happiness. I just, I know we're not supposed to get political on now that I'm older, but what the fuck is going on? So go to patreon.com slash now that I'm older, sign up to the $10 level, and you'll be able to check out our Patreon exclusives every single time we drop one. It is over between us, Kate. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Nobody! Hi guys, I'm Dane. And I'm Daniel. And we're from the IMDb Journey podcast. Where we break down every movie from the top 250 list, giving our own thoughts and reviews and any general discussion along the way. But when we're not doing that, we also battle other podcasts in various movie-related games of trivia and drafts. We also give quick reviews about every other film we've watched as well. Yeah, here we're quite good too. Yeah, if you guys don't believe us, why don't you listen to these genuine testimonies? Oh, hey guys, you guys are really good. I love your chemistry. Oh, hey, Brew, it's, uh, this, is a, this is a good podcast, yo. Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah, love the banter, guys. Keep it up. I'm DB Jenny is one of my favourite podcasts of all time. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic testimonies. Oh, thanks, guys. Absolutely genuine and real. <laughs> and if you want to give a genuine testimony as well, go ahead and search for IMDb Journey. You can find us on all your favorite podcast sites, including iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. So come along and join our journey. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Um, I think you also got to does smoke. That, does that qualify me as a sex worker? I think it does, actually. Yeah. I think you may be like this weird fetish sex worker that dips your re- nuts and things. I didn't report it on my taxes, so some incels probably going to report me. Ah, yeah. You're probably gonna, they're going to look up your Twitter history and shit like, like that. He wouldn't fuck me when I wanted him to. I'm going to report him to the IRS. Dudes are creepy. I don't know what just happened on the show. I don't know. I mean, I was about to talk about stomach acid, and well, now we're talking know, about incels. There's like a whole thing on Twitter where dudes, where like chicks are selling their pictures now, which is nothing wrong with that. So these dudes are like, incel means um, involuntarily celibate. <laughs> so, <these> incels. <laughs> that's just that's just a. Uh, so these bitter, hold on, let's stop for one second. 
I've heard this phrase before, and every time I hear it, the first thing that comes to mind is, that's just a fancy way of saying you're a fucking loser. Yes, it is. That's just a fancy yeah. way of and dressing up the fact. Claim, but now some guys claim it as a class, and they're like, we're like, fine, that means you're a victim, and I'm going to attack you one day, but never mind. <laughs> have, have $100 in your pocket. <laughs> Isn't this like the Proud Boys? Like, aren't Yeah, they're, they are related to the incels, yes. <sighs> so let's go back to the story before we go into a rant. So now what these kids are doing who are mad because the girls don't like them is they're reporting them to the IRS for not reporting the income they're making off their Instagram accounts. If that ain't some snitch-ass bitch-nigger activity right there, I don't know what is. I don't understand. Like, it's pictures of yourself. Like, how can the government step in and be like, you should give us money? They can't. Oh, they totally have, by according to tax laws, anything you make money on, any money you make is taxable. It just seems like such Why a it's racket. Income tax. It just seems like such a racket. Somebody to be like gives you a gift. You're supposed to report that as income. Yeah, I know, and I they do. tax that extra, extra. And thing. I do every time. It's like my job gives me a fucking commission check. They were like, "Oh, you know what? We're going to take like thirty five percent of that." We had to start using. Uh, we had to start reporting. We would give. Sometimes we'll give away uh, gift cards and stuff for contests we have for performance. We have to. We have to write it off as a marketing expense, internal marketing. Because if not, I would have to tax the employees for the $100 gift card. Which, I mean, if you do, it feels like you should pay me that money. What? <laughs> How are you in the – you weren't in the – sorry, you weren't in the equation. Um, I feel like I should be, though. You're, you're not even like, there. <laughs> you don't even work here. <laughs> um, yeah, but you need to pay me $7 off the top of that card you got. So, you know, you have to, you have to be slick about things. Like, they have to – we have to start taxing our bonus. It sucks. Um, I, I just feel like let's go back to incel. Um, incel. So anyway, they're reporting these chicks for selling nudie pictures, which sucks, man. Because how many pictures, pictures have you all? bought? None, none, zero. Absolutely, I'm not an incel. They're the market. They're, <laughs> they're the target. If I want naked pictures, all I gotta do is talk for a little while. <laughs> you just have to spend a little bit of time asking, and be like, I mean, you don't spend a little time asking. You get a little time getting in like Flynn, then you can get whatever you want. Um, did you know Flynn? Do you know who he is or I how, know how he got in? Like I don't know who he is or what, but I know if you're nice and not creepy for a day or two, you're usually in. So you spend like a day or two like smooth talking and like getting the, the game. I mean, down. I'll just spend a day or two if they say if they have quality picks and they're in local, <laughs> they can become a they become a, a player in the game. A player in the and we're talking about the game of love. The game of that love you, that for you Ken have. Baldwin. The Ken Baldwin love game. Uh, it's I feel like, like it's like living the bachelor. It's like what? Except I usually I'm, I've got a very bad attention span, so I deal with one at a time primarily. I'll be talking to a bunch of them on the internet, but if I'm start dating, I got to focus on one. So you juggle about six or seven women at a time until you find that one. I don't juggle. I form friendships that could possibly be turned into a dating situation, and I have kind of a roster I keep. How many people are typically on this roster that oh, you keep? God, it's getting anywhere from twenty to forty. 20 to 40 women you're talking to at a time. How do you remember? Do you have a spreadsheet or some shit where you remember this details about them? social media was made for, brother. So do you like go back and like search just, details just, out of them you, and shit? You know, I mean, I'm a, not, I just gave you like 18 random science facts. You don't think I can remember which one of them likes flowers or which one of them likes seafood? I mean, it's not that hard. It, with 40 women, though, I feel like they might – I mean, you might have two or three Amandas but in a 40-woman roster. A, well, there's a sliding scale. Some of them are really solid on the friend scale, but there's still a possibility. I don't feel like you have 40. I feel like you're overestimating 40 a is the top end of the top of the wave. I feel I mean, like there's probably a, 20 is about where you're maxing out. Yeah, probably and I feel like you're. I, I feel like you're probably 
we focused on about five of those. Correct. 20. That is correct. Twenty. It's more like twenty-five, and five are the ones that are getting paid attention to at any given time. And any one of those fives can slide into the slot of the one that you'll. Yes, date. they're the most, and they and it's a rotating schedule. It moves so, around. So on this version of Bachelor Ken Baldwin edition. How, what do these women have to do to move from the roster different of things. talking There's to? There's different things that women attract you with, and some of well, them, some of them, it's a physical thing. Some of them, it's more of an intellectual thing. Some of them, it's a they got money thing. <laughs> I'm I'm just like a woman. If you got money, I like you. So you want to go out with a woman and expect her to pay and shit like that? If she can, I'll, I'll be happy to be a little sugar sugar baby. I don't think um, I have been before. Don't even start. Wait a minute. Let's let's pull over. I have dated women for having money before. Yes, it's not it's not crazy. Wow, we've dude. talked about it. I moved into a bride's house. Remember, I do remember like, you moving into her house, but I didn't know that I was for money. She, I thought that was just for a place to live. Like she didn't have money. Or money, cash versus a house. It's all equity. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying that I personally believe some people you get, and it's there's nothing wrong with it. You know, plenty no, of no, women. no. Listen, I, I want to go ahead and put it on record. I'm not knocking your hustle if you're out there. Like if you get somebody who's willing to pay your bills, but guy, you have girl, to own whatever. Because like I have a girl at work that came in recently. And she had had a fight with her boyfriend. She went and stayed with some dude. He slept on the couch, whatever. But at the end of the story, she was like, yeah, he left me like $1,700 on the table. And I was like, oh, he's trying to fuck. <laughs> and she was like, no, he's not. He's ugly. And I was like, yeah, exactly. That's why he's trying to drop money to get laid. Let me go ahead and put these words out there in the world on the internet for everyone. God, my mom, my dad now who has a fucking iPhone. We haven't even talked about that. But my mom, my dad, my brothers, God, everybody, country, Listen to these words. Jesus Christ. I've never pulled money out of my pocket to pay for sex. Now, I've paid for dinner with a woman and had sex with her after that. you paid for sex. I'm not saying that. What Just I'm because saying you is, have a comfort buffer doesn't mean you didn't pay for sex. I have I a have societal up, buffer. Because I have straight up pulled out 200 bucks to get laid and had no fucking problem with it. You pulled out $200 to get – you pulled out $200 with a hooker before? I mean, yeah, that's the low end. $200? That's kind of like a Fulton, like... No, dude, those are like, like 60 a, bucks. Oh, dude, you have no. no. See, you're commenting on a scale you have no idea how That's true. Would. Actually, I'm playing in a world that I've never played no, in before. But if I you go to just, Vegas, $200 in Atlanta is like $500 in Vegas. Okay, first off, let me go ahead and say these words again. I have a societal comfort buffer, which is I've paid for dinner before. I've paid for a purse before, but I've never pulled just cash no, out and there, laid it on the table. There are girls who operate in some circles who only take like four or five clients at a time, and that's what they do. And they're very high end, and they are way out of your normal league. It's a whole world out there that exists that you don't know about that's not the sleazy world you think it is. Let's talk about the sleazy world that, that I think it is. Because in my head, it's all the fucking um, the live do girls. Do you think doctors – Go and fuck hookers on Fulton Industrial? I think some of them do. No. I mean, Eddie, That's too risky for somebody in that position. Eddie Murphy ended up with a $60 hooker in his car. Okay. Actors are fucking idiots. They don't have, they can go right back to work. If you're a doctor and you get busted with hookers, it's a lot harder to open a new practice than go film in a new movie. Take three years off and you go film another comedy, you make people laugh. Besides, you've got more money than God, so it doesn't really matter. It does seem so weird. So Eddie Murphy is going to take risk a businessman and a doctor's not. These doctors all have these women that they keep their info on. They, they share this info amongst each other. And these women, you would never know. You would never know. Oh, I've, I've heard and I've seen, like, 
specials on HBO and shit and like that. Like, where they talk about it. And it's and, like, these are women who live, like, these are soccer moms you're at, like, practice with and shit yeah, like and that. There's no, like, fixed prices, for example. It's, if you start cheaping on them, they'll just stop taking your calls. So, you know. So did they... Are, did you discuss price when you did it? Like, was there like a, a well, clear? Vegas, Vegas, it was pretty clear because it's so it's so not hidden there. Well, it's more of like a, a service that they can yeah, provide. They can like the hotel says their, the price hey. was listed before you even made the phone call. So it wasn't like a sleazy ad with like no, a woman. it was like her real picture and you knew who was really coming. Because in Vegas, they can't get to your room unless you leave a name at the doorman. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> My name would have been Buck Naked. Wow. <laughs> And there's the guy they don't call back right there. <laughs> so, buck naked, huh? <laughs> yeah, you're not ready for this. <laughs> you're not ready for this lifestyle. Uh, so you don't think I'm ready for any sort of alternative lifestyle? You think that no, I, I'm more focused on being like the straight me and Nikki sex? No, you sex just need and- to stay at Nikki. <laughs> Nikki, oh, God. If y'all try swinging, it's going to go so good at first. <laughs> what do you mean? You think it, So you think if we start swinging or anything like that. I think like you that, both would be excited at first with something new. And then I think one of you is going to kill somebody. You think one of us is going to kill somebody? How long into or this each process? Other. How long into this process do you think it's going to take for us to kill somebody? Six to eight months. Six to eight months yeah. before we kill somebody. Why would we kill somebody? Might what? be each other. Why would the fuck would he get? First off, we have a handshake agreement that we're never killing each other. We decided we would just get divorced and move on. <laughs> Why do y'all have agreement about killing each other? We brought that shit up. I'll never drown you in the bathtub <laughs> if you promise to never poison me. <laughs> it's when we watch those shows like Shattered in Love and shit like that on fucking like murder. Mur- I, mean, I do kind of understand that. I've looked at pre- plenty of women. I'm never going to kill you ever anything. I will leave the shit out of you. I'm never going to kill you. We have a I'm murder. I'm not going to prison for you, babes. I'm just letting you know. We have a murder porn agreement where we like had a handshake agreement. I looked over at her. We watched some episode of something. We're like, and then he bashed her head in with a statue. And I'm like, what the Divorces fuck? are expensive, but life sentences are all <laughs> I mean, different. I mean, wow. So I looked over at her after we watched, we watched something where, like, she'd bashed his head in with a fucking statue or he'd poisoned her or burned the house down with her body in it or some of those horrifying motherfuckers where it's like, it would have costed me $80,000 to leave her or I could just burn the house down with her body in it. And I chose $80, B. $80,000 is a little excessive. Do it for like 10 I'm saying, like, it would have cost me that to like, get out of the divorce or get out of, like, the marriage and shit like that, like, and all the processes. No, and, like, it costs around, half like, my- 10 or 12. Poor people get divorced all the time, Shane. Okay. What I'm saying is, or I could burn the house down with her body in it. And, and so go to prison people- forever because you're not, you're going to get caught. <laughs> and so many people choose B and they get caught because they do something dumb. Like, we he left his so jacket so many there. people, but it doesn't happen that often in a country full of 300 million people. The you just don't hear about it. You know how many true crime this, podcasts this there are? said you just don't hear about it. No, now you do hear about it. That's the difference. You didn't hear about it back in the day, which is why it seems like it happens more now. I bet more fucked up shit happened back in the day. Oh, yeah, dude. You can you get away. About, 90% of the country was butt-ass country. <laughs> oh, and you could kill somebody and they, wouldn't, they weren't they wasn't even registered find, shit. There were pig farms everywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. People would disappear and shit. I mean, they, you would just disappear a motherfucker on your property somewhere and be like, nope. Getting Pete, rid of bad credit was a lot easier, too. Pete came <laughs> over. <laughs> and, just make a new name and go to a new style and bam. You're in there like Flynn. I think I would. You seem to like really want to be this Flynn guy. I don't know what happened with him. I don't know why you want to be dude, like with him. I just want to be in with him. Really? And with Flynn. Okay. In like Flynn. Because then you learn how to get in like Flynn. I knew what I was saying. 
We weren't talking about getting in with anybody else. We're talking about with the actual Flynn. So you don't get in like Flynn with Flynn. You just get in with Flynn. And then with other organizations and people, you get in like Flynn because you've learned the master's techniques. Well, once I've learned the master's techniques, I'm just getting in like Shane. You can't come in. Oh no! I've already, I honestly I have my first class you, schedule with Flynn you, like next week. That's that's not a real Flynn. That's an imposter. You're in with Larry. <laughs> I met Larry. He works for Flynn. He runs the other class. Yeah, he <laughs> that's where we send people. <laughs> oh, so now you're working with him, huh? Oh, I'm in with Flynn. <laughs> so I, I feel like this episode is called "In with Flynn." Um, but, but we started with science, science facts, facts, and we got so far off. Ask me other science facts. Let's bring it back around. We're gonna do one last science fact. And I want you to tell me how corrosive is stomach acid? Very. <laughs> Thank you. That's very broad. I'm saying it's like, highly corrosive. It's on the high end scale of corrosive acid. It's something with hydrofluoric. True or false? Could it dissolve stainless steel? Yes, if given enough time. It would not probably dissolve stainless steel in the human body. It would pass before that would happen. But if you put it in a jar of stomach acid, it would eventually dissolve the stainless steel. It's fucked up. When I was a kid, I remember learning about stomach acid and be like, so this shit sits in my stomach and like, I'm just made out of meat. And I shit. recently found out that our, our body's digestive process would actually be very, very painful if we had, a, had not adapted to where we just don't feel it. What? Yeah. Well, our, our stomach digesting stuff apparently is very painful, but our body is adapted and we don't, we don't have nerves there to fill it. That seems fun. <laughs> I, I told this to one of the girls at work, and she was like, couldn't do that for cramps, though. Huh? I was like, well, that's because y'all like the apple first. Exactly. Every <laughs> time I get too much attitude, I'm like, oh, you know, there was the curse. I mean, yeah. there was a – somebody was saying – I read something the other day. I read something the other day that said, so the Bible says <laughs> that homosexuality is a sin. This is the same book that cursed all of humanity because someone ate an apple that was magic. Technically, it was never called an apple in the Bible. Okay, someone fruit, ate the forbidden fruit, fruit. Fruit from the tree of knowledge. Okay, someone ate forbidden fruit. There's a talking snake. God turned a woman into a pillar of salt. Serpent. It was never called a snake. A serpent is a snake, dude. No, no. Snakes are serpents. <laughs> serpents are not all snakes. There's eels. Okay, so it was an eel walking around. We don't know. It was a eels. Serpent. <laughs> eels. It was a serpent, and clearly it wasn't walking, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> Slithering, you didn't have any legs. That's kind of the whole point of the story. That's why it's a serpent, sir. He's, that's why he lost. Actually, he was walking until he talked. <laughs> that's why he lost his legs, according to my grandma. <laughs> that's why snakes don't have feet. <laughs> well, that's all for now that I'm older this week, guys. I think we're going to go ahead and end here. Uh, we started that's out with a, science there's a, there's a fact for you. That's why snakes don't have feet. <laughs> my mama said alligators are angry because I got all them teeth and no toothbrush. I think you mean ornery. I didn't want to steal it directly. <laughs> to like at least customize it a little bit. I'm still recording. I, I just I don't have anything left, dude. I'm I'm so over. He can't handle my science abilities. Your science abilities? Wow, wow, wow! I'm like a science ninja. <laughs> and that's a wrap. <laughs> Behold, I send you out as sheep amidst the wolves. That's it for Now That I'm Older this week, guys. Thank you so much for checking out the show. You can find us online, nowthatimolder.com, Facebook, Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. You can also find us on Twitter and Gmail, but it's at NTIOPod. Check back next Thursday for a brand new episode. And as always, getting older sucks, but can be awesome at the same time. Have a great week. All right, guys, this has been another episode of Now That I'm Older. I'm here with Kenny. He's decided I'm just taking off my headphones off. off. I, have to go, I just told you. I got dirty drawers.
We're not still talking about your underwear, Kenny. What the hell? I know what I have to do, but going back means I'll have to face my past. I've been running from it for so long. Ow! Jeez, what was that for? It doesn't matter. It's in the past. <laughs> yeah, but it still hurts. Oh, yes, the past can hurt. But the way I see it, you can either run from it or learn from it.